Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. The Handman! And Tim Calpagus. What is up? And we're with you once again together. I bet you wish we were with you 24-7, but we can't be. We just don't have that type of recording space. 365? Uh, We take Christmas off. Uh, And half day on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Yeah. Much like Bob Cratchit, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, he. D- I don't think I agree with that. He. His boss was kind of weird. Uh, I liked Cratchit, though. <laughs> I liked his boss uh, before he woke up the next morning. I liked oh, him yeah. after. <laughs> oh, when he was giving turkeys away. It's oh, yeah. Good I way to lose to get some of that capital tree. <laughs> um, hey, I got a little uh, correction to make up top. Ooh. Oh, do we do that here? We do. Okay. <laughs> I've been saying softy brothers. It's safty brothers. Ah, uh, I think you're right. I See, think a few. I checked. I said it once. I, I I want Mike to get a Carhartt jacket, and I said he would look like a softy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, right. You and know, I, I must. I was thinking of Mister Softy, the ice cream truck. <laughs> I'll get one of those anytime. See, I thought it was safty, but then I, when you said softy, I was like, oh, it's softy. Tim must Got know. Done. Yeah, Tim. Well, he's looked up into this. Everybody says safty, and then I thought by saying softy, I would be I would be saying the correct Syrian way of saying it. And then I just saw an interview with them the other day, and they were like, hey, we're the Safety brothers. And I was like, they would know. They would, they're pretty much the authority. <laughs> we just want to say there's a guy in L.A. who's not saying her name right. Well, you know, we live in uh, Los Feliz. Mm-hmm. It's not actually how you say it. No, no. Los Feliz. Los Feliz. But that's not how you say it. I say Los Feliz. Yeah. That's I say Los Feliz. You're not supposed to. Uh, I don't you're like not it. supposed to. You're supposed to <laughs> you say it. You can say it any way you want. That's what's so cool about Los Feliz, man. Yeah. Any type of way of pronouncing you have, like, we accept you. We say, hey, here's a wing at you, rustic brother. <laughs> come in. Come Welcome. in. Break bread with us. Uh, let me know you better, man. <laughs> have a Bella Luna it. pizza pie. <laughs> uh, now, wait a second. We were just talking about the Safties. Oh, that jacket. Yes, I you know you know I'm against this idea, but I, the other day this was a um, I, I recommended a buffalo plaid yes Carhartt red Carhartt. buffalo plaid Carhartt jacket. I Go. like Carhartt stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna get uh, for my birthday coming up November third. Hopefully get some uh, Carhartt uh, pants. <laughs> oh, okay. doesn't like the this jacket. Wrong, wrong hemisphere the of the body. His <laughs> pants from my mummy. Now, you used to have, didn't you have a real stiff pair of Carhartts and you got them uh, tailored? Uh, tailored to make them not stiff anymore? Tailored Softened. to make them shorter. Yes. That they were like been, leg tubes. They were green ones. Yeah, they, those were a little too long. Carhartt jeans don't fit very well. <laughs> fit me very well, but I'm going to get some anyway and try again. Yeah, you're going to look like a safety brother. So I, hey. But I was walking down the street and I thought to myself, because I was in kind of a hip, hip part of town. I couldn't tell you where it is, but it seemed hip to me. I said, maybe I'll pop in one of these stores and see if they got that sh- jacket Tim and Jeff are talking about. I didn't. Mm. Then I said, I don't have time for that right now, so I went home. Here's a funny thing about that jacket. Mm. Buffalo plaid is this like red uh, checker that you would rec- everyone would recognize. Timeless. Red yeah. and black. Red and black checker. Um, I uh, did a poll on Instagram to see if people would want you to buy this jacket, and it was a yeah. resounding 80% yes, but the picture I posted, yeah. I, po- I posted it, and then I was looking at it, and I was like, that Carhartt patch is very big. And then you know what occurred to me? The patch wasn't big at all. The jacket was small. Whoa, it, was it was a, a boy's size <laughs> <laughs> jacket. It's a perspective shift. I'll get oh, two wow. for my hands then. Um, and then I, I was like, whoops, I posted a picture of a little boy baby jacket. <laughs> and then I looked around and couldn't find an adult one, so you might be off the hook. All right. Well, no, they... if they make it for a baby, they probably make it for a... I couldn't find it on the internet. Maybe you have to go oh. to a Carhartt store. Maybe. Um, well, then I might be off the hook. That's that's good for me. But I also said, yeah, we talked about this, and I said, you know, if, the, if these the 80% wants it so bad, chip the cash together and send it out. Mike, you need to yeah. put together one of those wish lists. Yeah, Amazon Oh, yeah, that's what list. you were saying. Yeah, that, I don't... That, uh, you know, influencers have. Yeah, and then you tweet things like, uh, hey, sugar mama, send me a, my jacket. <laughs> people do that, and, and they just... Do they crowdsource it and get, like, a bunch of people? I, don't, I haven't done the wish list. Th- I've, I've bought a lot of stuff for people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. But I haven't, I haven't solicited Tim, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tim's a bit of a pay pig. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a... Uh, uh, yeah. On Lonely yeah, Bands? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that term because there was, like, a viral <laughs> tweet of a, a screen grab of a text where... <laughs> <laughs> Some girl got a, a, a text, from her, text from her dad that was like sent goddess, and she was like, "Oh no!" Oh. <laughs> and, and then he followed up with like, "Whoops, wrong, wrong yeah, person, wrong oh. person, <laughs> sent goddess." Like, guy that just gets off by giving money away. Yeah, 
that's the what we we look we love our our patreon subscribers and we give them podcasts it's oh. a good relationship but what if we they became <laughs> that would be, be a good new tier that should be the new <laughs> tier man we should just a thousand dollar a month pay pig tier. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you get sent goddess hmm. we'll send you a jacket a carhartt jacket <laughs> yeah well it's worth it a 50 dollar carhartt jacket for a thousand if they bucks. give us a thousand month yeah we'll give you plenty of <laughs> safety <laughs> yeah. jackets left and right yeah eh? Also, I should say, I've never seen the Safties wear uh, <laughs> this. I just had an idea that it's like a oh, it downtown like, Manhattan cool guy thing to do. absolutely like yeah. something. What gives you any impression that I'm a downtown Manhattan cool guy? I want you to become one. You're, you're a Brooklyn dork. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking Brooklyn <laughs> dork. Now, the, is the buffalo plaid also the blue or the white? Because I've seen I've those. seen blue. White? White and black? Yeah, buffalo. like Woolrich makes those. Ooh. <laughs> well, the classic is red. Woolworths. Woolworths. Classic is red. I feel like you had a blue. <clears throat> no, that was Dave Ferguson. There you go. Uh, oh, the, he gave that one to me. There I, you go. I, I don't have seen one of you. And I've worn that into the ground, man. I, I, I wore it in San Francisco, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I wore it in the Campers Act casual stuff. Oh, oh, yes. 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 Uh, I have a little bit of uh, retraction editorializing to do. Ooh, do we do that? Uh, we do we corrections. Should. I don't Cor- know if we do corrections. Corrections. I thought, I thought we stand by what we say here on the pod. Well, I think we had some some facts wrong last time. We did when we last episode we did the uh, when we did the pickleback. We uh, were talking about pickling things. Sure. Yeah, and we were saying, oh, they, it takes like you put it in there for years. It takes years. I think yeah. it's five days. <laughs> I looked. Oh. I looked it up. I think it's very short. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, but what about like when people say time is a flat circle and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's those type of people. Uh, Type of people I want to put in a pickle brine for a long time. <laughs> Get them out of my face. So I'm gonna uh, hearing this news because I thought it was pickles were like, you know, when you guys said, "Oh yeah, it's like a year," I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense. We're pickles." But then I'm thinking, I'm gonna pickle some stuff. Oh yeah, Get myself a jar. Hey, don't pickle your dick. Hey, that's <laughs> to me that's no way problems. cooler than like uh, you know early early pandemic. Everybody's doing sourdough starters mm. and all, all the little things that everybody was doing the the push up contest mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. I feel like. Um, Getting into pickling, that's cool. I said when everyone was doing going crazy with that, I was just relaxing, tending to my garden in Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, my teddy bear made a beat. Oh, God. He grew a beat. Oh, I I need more bells. <laughs> right, people do? like bells in I'm Animal sure. Crossing. I don't know. Yeah, but there is a teddy bear. Tom Nook, that's his name. I know that. Still haven't played it. No, who Tom, you? Tim Nook. Cook. Tom Nook's the bear. <laughs> From Tom Nook to Tim Cook. <laughs> the, the story of tech stuff. Well, the point is, pickling is on the forefront in my life. Yeah, let's pickle some. Uh, my mom does sauerkraut. I'll find out how she does that if you want to make a. I'd like to do that. Hot dog. I'd like to have a hot a kraut with some hot dog. Ooh, that hot Hit dog it. topic brings us into some. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Same old drinks we drank last week. Not a thing to do but talk booze. Yeah, there it is. Miller Lite, Miller Lite. Little penguin? <laughs> I think gremlin. Gremlin. Was it? I heard penguin. Penguin? Okay. Ooh, this is sort of like, is it white and gold or is it blue or black? Yeah, the yeah. The dress. Um, I li- that was, uh, <laughs> that booze news theme was called Hanging Out by Lil Stinker. <laughs> and uh, I like that. Instead of we're all all right, Miller Lite. Very clever. That was a good one. That was, uh, well, I, when I said what? Did he say we dr- the same old drinks we drank last week? I think so. Yeah, but we, isn't we that quite the opposite? Yeah, no, we do a different. Drink but that's like week. the lyrics. That's like the same. Yeah, maybe Little Stinker hasn't heard the pod yeah. or the <laughs> theme song. Um, well, here's what's so appropriate, right? That uh, you know the the theme uh, the that '70s show theme song. That yes. '70s show is a Midwestern show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that song, you know, uh, Cheap Trick. I believe they were covering uh, Big Star, but Cheap Trick, Midwestern band, right? Ooh. Illinois. So only uh, 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 appropriate to talk about some Chicago booze news. Ah, I see. Uh, because from the Kanger, mm-hmm. a yeah. little bit of booze news, Vienna beef, Chicago dog Bloody Mary kit. 
Do you know Vienna beef? Sure. Yeah, I do. I it's do. the brand of the hot dog in yep. Chicago. And you know a Chicago dog, sport peppers, celery salt, mm-hmm. pickle, pickle spear, right on there. Tomato, poppy bun, Vienna beef hot dog. <laughs> um, Vienna beef has come out with a Bloody Mary kit with uh, sport peppers and celery salt and little, uh, hey, well, it's not hot dogs. It's meat, Vienna Nuggets. beef meat sticks. Ooh, like oof. a Slim Jim that you put in there. Are they? Yeah. Are those really short? Because you see them in those can, you know, cocktail Vienna sausages. Oh, is that what those my are? friend in like grade school used to bring those into school for <laughs> lunch? Vienna. It's not. That's different than Vienna beef, the brand. But uh, I do remember Vienna sausages are like they're like they, little, little pale. They're like little, little pale bologna dicks. <laughs> yes, right. But like they look very c- cylindrical, like very f- cut off straight at the end. Yeah, and it's a, such a funny. Did you ever have the lunch where you had like a tiny can of tuna and some crackers? Mm-hmm. It was like a little snack pack. Hmm. That was, I think that those Vienna sausages were trying to ride that wave. Ooh, that's, tough, that's a wave you want to bounce off. But, of. Yeah. Everybody made fun of my friend that had those little. Wasn't <laughs> gave me a hot dog once for lunch <laughs> in a thermos of hot water. <laughs> like, Ooh, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. Oh, one. but it was so gross because it was like. <laughs> Just a soggy hot dog that I like pull it out and put it on a bun that she gave me. When you guys were growing up, how did you prepare hot dogs? Like, how did your family? Because we always just grilled them or on a frying pan. Yeah, never boiled in boiled water. hot dogs. We, I, I've been at families' houses where they did that, and I was like, "What are we doing here?" <laughs> uh, grilling in the summer, but we did boil them if it was like a natural casing dog uh, uh, for some reason. You know uh, that you're trying to get that snap. But uh, I like the snap even more if it's like pan fried. Why not? Yeah. How hey, remember those dogs that we had at uh, PDT at Criff Dog in New York? Yes, those, I do. Those are some good crispy dogs. I might go back there. That's a, did we need a reservation to get into those places? I can't tell if Jack Schramm like, treated us or we just had to make a reservation early. Uh, I think he pulled some strings, but uh, if you... Like he pulled strings to get us like the booths and stuff and some good seating, I know, but... Right. I don't think any jag off is going to is going to be able to get a table. You got to be in a party rock band with a cocktail pot. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not just any jag off. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, if um you know, this uh if you like bloody marys and you like Chicago dogs, that's an interesting thing, but really what I'm getting at here is do you know who's going to Chicago in a couple weeks? <laughs> Timothy? The fucking Sloppy Boys. Oh, are... us. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, my go. God. Slopheads, we are playing a, a rock and roll concert with Don't Stop or We'll Die uh, in a couple weeks. On, on the, uh, the 21st and 22nd of October, we're going to be at Subterranean. That's a Thursday and a Friday. Mm-hmm. These are going to be big shows, and we're going to rock hard. We are, we are so... Effing pumped to play with Don't Stop Again. We, the first show or the last show we played before the pandemic, they were supposed to go with us to Chicago, right? And they couldn't go last minute, so we played with uh, a local band, and uh, it was the best. It was the best place. The audience was awesome. They were all singing along, and I expect that from this yeah, audience. They were nuts, though. And it was two floors, two floors of slop heads. Yeah. Oh, I love it that. It had a cool balcony that was. That was a great place. I now, can't wait to get back there. Now, Don't Stop or We'll Die, the other band on the bill with us, they had to bail. Was it because they found out that the pizza was too thick in Chicago, I think? Yeah, they were like, well, we don't have the uh, the flatware for this. <laughs> the flatware. <laughs> and there was an issue of that, how low their jaws can drop in order yeah, to... Yeah, well, we had been we knew about it, so we were stretching out because we'd been there before. Hey, yeah. You, uh, you want to drop your job, watch me play one of my guitar solos. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He sounds terrible. Uh the fucking thing I cannot wait for is eating because we're going to have a full fucking day, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. So play the show heads, give us re- some recommendations. Last time we fucking went to Pequod's Pizza, oh, loved it. What was we, the first place, though? We, we uh, showed up and went right to like a, uh, a, a little brunchy spot. A brunch place that was like pounding trap music at <laughs> yeah, like 10 yeah. a.m. We had taken like a red eye or something, or we just got up really early. I think we had to kill some time before we could check in. Into so the yeah, Airbnb. we had to go to a. Yeah, that was fun. But that was great to just get there, and it was a bummer to be in a packed, packed restaurant <laughs> yeah. with a bass guitar oh, and like gears. all this. Hi, where can I put my amp? <laughs> Man, what a great time to like go in there, get a big old Bloody Mary. We had some ribs and old styles over at the Anchor. Oh yeah, Anchor Inn. Pequods, we ate like the whole menu. That we we ate a lot. That yeah, day, man, we took down yeah, the wait, pitcher of beer was, and yeah, a was it the Anchor pizza. Inn? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was great. It was all great. I mean, here's the thing about a good food town. There, even if you don't go to any of the famous best spots, it's still just like the average place has to be good. Because if you have bad food in San Bernardino, 
no offense, they say, hey, that's fine. We'll buy it. But if you have bad food in Chicago, you're out of here. You're out of business. They'll <laughs> throw you in Lake Michigan. Uh, I, sometimes when I stop at the um, Midway Airport or O'Hare, they got uh, Billy Goat Tavern. Oh, yeah. And I'll get those. And they're good. But I'm going to the real place. I'm going on the bridge. You yeah. know, one time I was... All right, in, flee. <laughs> I was in Chicago for work, walking around the city by myself, mm. similar to when I did 17 miles by myself in uh, New Orleans, just sort of uh, sauntering. Oh, yeah, what'd you call that? The Great Saunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Great Southern Saunter. <laughs> um, I had a sauntering night in uh, Chicago. I was like shooting a thing for a TV show, but I had a night off in the middle uh, by myself, and I went to the Billy Goat Tavern which I had done before and I ate some burgers, but then I watched uh, uh, the Dodgers were in the world series and I said, oh, Hey, they got a TV here. They fun. have a bar at the Billy Goat Tavern. I'll get drunk by myself and watch that game. Did, did you have other people watching that were like cheering along? Or they were it? watching me, <laughs> sir. How many are you going to have? <laughs> we don't really do that type of thing here. <laughs> you bun no burger this time. <laughs> do you guys remember? Oh, I want to say it was 2009. We did a sketch fest mm-hmm. in Chicago yeah. and we walked around and it snowed so hard. And like it, it got through to all of our socks, and we like put them on the radiator in the hotel room. Yeah, and then it just like stunk up the entire hotel room. We, like some some of us had to buy boots there. Yeah, it was like, I, I had I bought boots there. Yeah, yeah that was a stench, man. Whew. I remember putting uh, plastic bags inside my sneakers yeah. because my sneakers were wet, and I had to walk in the snow. Well, we were ill prepared, so cowboys. We yeah. didn't know what yeah. to expect. We I mean, went, we we rode out there on a surfboard. <laughs> we went from there, I think, to like San Francisco Sketchfest the next week, and we were like. So sick. Yeah, I remember. Or, or maybe it was reverse, but... I used to get sick like every other sketch fest, and, and then I wised up and started taking B12, like Keith and Mick. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, is that it for Bibbit Bip? Wrap it up. A little uh, type of a donkey. Yep. You know, that, that uh, booze news theme reminded me of uh, when it was like, Miller Light. It reminded me of our uh, parody song, um, You Gotta Have... You got to have Coors, you got to yeah, have Bud, you got to have Wiser. <laughs> yeah, you can't just have Bud, no, you, gotta you drink. Also, also have oh, to yeah. have Wiser. You got to drink Coors, you got to drink Bud, you got to drink Wiser. <laughs> and then cocktails. Ooh. Okay, that's all I want to say. I just want to keep that ball in the air because those are fun songs. Do you want to get into the D-O-D, drink of day? Sure. Yes. Well, when I say to you, Fernandito... Or Fernet con cola or Fernet and Coke. Yeah. And then I ask you, you've had, how do you respond? Not had, not heard until we talked about it for this pod. And I've never had Fernet. I know we were supposed to buy it for something a long time ago, but I didn't do it. Couldn't find it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, not, not had, not heard. I've had Fernet. I don't really remember it in particular. I get it mixed up with Malort and all the other gross drinks. <laughs> oh, it's a gross one. Well, it's it's a strong and is it licoricey? That's what I'm picturing. Right, is licorice. It, yeah. uh, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> it, uh, but so, Mike, do you you have no association with it whatsoever? No. <clears throat> uh, Jeff, you would know it because I love it. It's one of the weirdies that I like. Um, uh, I, I have had it. Like. I've had it at Mess Hall a bunch. Uh, yes. Sean Boyle buys it all the time. Yes. The uh, funnier oh. die producer, Sean Boyle, after dinner, likes yes. to get around to those yep. Fernet shots. That's a weird... Dr- yes. It's one of the first ones that I had that I was like, tastes like black licorice. But <laughs> it is a good... With a smile on? Yeah. <laughs> well, with someone else is buying it, I'll smile all night. <laughs> um, it's like a after dinner shot type of thing, or you could uh, mix it with like club soda... Or have it on like the rocks or something earlier in the day, I guess. But in the world of Amaro's, that are Italian, mm-hmm. Fernet is a kind. Uh, so the the brand is Fernet Branca. Mm-hmm. Fernet is a type of Amaro that other brands can make, basically. Uh, but the one the bottle you always see, Fernet Branca, very very popular drink. Um, and this, uh, so I've had that a bunch, but I've never heard of mixing it with Coke. This is on the IBA list and we got excited cause it's a two ingredient, nice, easy right. chugger. Well, can I tell you something about that? Uh, Bronca? Yes. First of all, the logo is really cool. It's like an airplane in, a, in the sky. Hmm. When, when I went over to the, uh, liquor store to get it, cause we're, we should say we're all together. I don't know if the audience knows that we're oh, all yeah. together. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, we're all together on zoom. I picked it up. <laughs> no, we're in the same room. I'm kidding. I picked it up and, uh, I was like, I picked up a Fernet Amaro, 
And I was like, is this right? And I said to the guy, I was like, Amaro, the same thing is just Fournette? And he said, no, the uh, Bronca, unless it calls specifically for Bronca, you should use, you know, use that if it calls specifically, because it's mintier tasting. Yes. Oh, the Bronca mintier. is mintier tasting? Yeah. And well, I said, God damn, I'm, I'm glad I checked with you, man. And he gave me all types of info. The guy at Cap and Cork is very good with Amaro's. I've talked to him a bunch. Uh, but you know that whole world. They're all like mainly like dark black and uh, like Chinar. And there's a whole bunch of them. And we've, we had one on the show before. But I feel like to me, Fernette Bronca is the most popular one. And it's mm-hmm. the one that you see like people like we have friends that like drink it regularly. But as far as mixing it with Coke... We had not heard. We had Never not heard. had. Mm-hmm. And this is why, this is what's good about the podcast. This is what the type of drink you want to learn about. A nice, clear thing. <laughs> the Fernandito, Fernet and Coke, is a very specific thing. It is a college kid drink in Argentina. Huh. Wow. So uh, wow. Amaro's are big in Italy. Uh, Fernet is one type of Amaro. And during like immigration in the late 1800s, early 1900s, Italians moved to Argentina, Argentina brought many Amaros with them. But Fernet, uh, the type of Amaro that is Fernet, like kind of caught on. And then the brand Fernet Branca started in Argentina. Interesting. It was there for like 80 years. And then in the 1980s, the, the guys, like the uh, promotional dudes at Fernet Branca were saying... Everyone here in Argentina loves our product, but it's like a private drink. You know, you have it, a quiet dinner. You have a little sip after dinner. Wow. It's not a big social party drink. And they wanted to, like, take that big next step to make the big bucks. So they cooked up the idea of mixing it with Coca-Cola. Uh-huh. In the 1980s, yeah, the rum and Cokes and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. the mixed drinks are popping off. They reach out to Coca-Cola, say, hey, want to do an ad campaign thing? They do it. Big ad campaign in the town of Cordoba, which is a big college town. They ran this ad campaign about Fernet and Coke, and it totally worked. And the college kids there associated with this um, uh, style of music called Quartetto, best exemplified by the artist Rodrigo. Here, it's this type of music. Let me play a little clip of Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo? Stop it. Uh. That's fun. You know, you're a college yeah, yeah. kid. You're wow. s- slamming back some Coca-Cola and Fernets. I wish this stuff was playing when we were in college. Yeah, I know. Instead, we had, uh, from the window to the wall. <laughs> to the front of my brr. I need to be able to make better distinctions between, like, that and Ranchero music and all the other polka. sort of, they, like, they sound like polka to me. Yeah. What if you take four years uh-huh. and you, you, you travel Central and South America and uh-huh. you can learn it all? I would oh. say for the four years, maybe go to a study music at a school and then take your trip <laughs> sure, your, sure. your senior thesis um sure, sure. i'm sure so, down to the bpms just the tempo and the instruments used instruments, yeah. it's really only bpm you you go up or down one beat it changes genres <laughs> um so the, uh, this campaign worked college kids to this day this is a hugely popular drink in this college town in argentina but here's the funny thing they just call it a Fernet con coca, you know, a Fernet and Coke. And originally they were drinking it as a highball. And I just read this, that the reason you drink out a long drink out of a highball glass is to keep it bubbly. There's less surface area on top. Ah, interesting. So more, you know, bubbles can't explode. Whereas if you drink Coca-Cola out of a bowl. Oh my God. <laughs> you're going to lose your bubble. There's so. one big pop and then it's flat. Oh my God. Somewhere <laughs> along the line in the 90s, People also started making this in a big, fat, double old-fashioned rocks glass so that it required a little bit less Coke, and I guess they weren't so worried about it getting flat. But that's the (laughs) version, the the smaller one, the Fernandito, Mm -hmm. not the big old Fernet. Concola, oh, okay. Fernandito. Oh, so it's wow. is the one that the International Bartenders Association that's said. Yep, we're putting you on the list. So that's the one that we're having. So the squat one is the Fernandito. I, I'm, yes. I'm a little. How, how does the Fernandito? You're, you got Fernet, mm-hmm. and then Dito means smaller. So it should e- have been e- if it had been like Ferdinand or something. Yeah, because Ito is sm- like a. We talked about that. Ita, Ito is... There's one of the bartenders like we talked about on the show was n- named like Monchito because his name was Ramon. Yeah. And the nick- nickname for Ramon is Monchito. Monchito. Little, Little Ramon. Ramon. Hmm. 
But th- this is also reminds me a lot of the Cuba Libre because it's, I mean, it's just a simple drink with Coke, yeah. but it's Coke going south. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In this case, much more south. And, and Coke <laughs> makes sense going south. Coke is made from a, the coca plant. And, right. yeah. yeah. And uh, think of how good a mixer. I mean, a rum and Coke is great. A whiskey Coke is great. It's a very good little mixy. This is a this is an interesting one for me because it's like, uh, it's such a simple drink that it's. I'm curious what the fernet's gonna. I'm gonna do a fernet little taste before we put it in the coke. Yes, and you should imagine that that taste that's like your little after dinner little. Yeah. <laughs> now what's supposed to happen with this big, drink? Uh, Ninety six ounce steak. <laughs> um, this drink is supposed to be sort of. Uh, Velvety, like an Amaro is a fancy thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right, that for now, Bronco was not cheap, was it? Uh, I got the smaller bottle, it was 20. Okay, so still the larger yeah. bottle was 35. Okay, <laughs> um, I think it's supposed to be sort of silky and velvety, and we're supposed to, uh, something's supposed to happen here. Not well, like my nightwear, you know, uh, between the Coke and the Fernet, I bet that college had some of the best digestive tracks in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Those, those students the plumber comes clean in as a like, whistle. This is right. I got nothing to do here yeah. because it's a digestive <laughs> and know. it's a soda that settles your stomach. You're yeah. right. These kids probably never barfed once. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can drink these all night. Okay, uh, the recipe is uh, 50 milliliters for net bronca. So that's the size of a nip if you get a nip. Mm-hmm. Fill up with cola. Oh. Uh, the method is uh, pour for net bronca in a double old fashioned glass filled with ice. Fill glass up with cola. Gently stir. Garnish with. <laughs> Not a fucking thing. Uh, I love it. Simple. <laughs> yep. So you stir it right in there. That's right. And we got uh, Mexican Coke. Perfect. Oh yeah, that's probably what they were having. You know, the uh, I don't think they were having corn syrup down in Argentina. They no were way. having full sugar Coke. No. This is good. I'm excited for this one. You want to get into it? Yes, folks. Ooh. We'll be right back. That's a good sound, Tim. Yeah, that's the sound. Uh, hey, folks, welcome back. Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, the, when the cubes are more frothy than clinky, mm. it's more of a thud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like cubes in a swamp. Um, I got to make an apology to the Frenet Bronca Corporation. It doesn't taste like uh, black licorice. We just took little nips of it as we were making these. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is minty. It's spicy. It's mm-hmm. great. It's got... Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say it's great. I, I, maybe I have to get my uh, my taste into it, but uh, get your taste into it. We'll come <laughs> back. Imagine you just ate a big dinner and you're laying back. You know, you're you're in uh, Argentina and you yeah. just had a bunch of skirt steak or something. Uh-huh. And you're going, oh, I couldn't have anything else. And then the waiter says, uh-uh, have this. And then you go, oh, <laughs> oh it, it, a, a digestivo. <laughs> Here's your toilet, sir. Look, I, I said this in the kitchen moments ago. I like anything that's got like a pharmaceutical strength. Mm-hmm character to mm-hmm. it something yes. that, that feels like a arm and hammer or gold bond or yeah you know it feels like sting this was like, to like, it. like like a prescription liquor and you can see I, why they were like oh it's a digestive you have yeah. it after dinner it, it breaks down the food because it's got something going on like something you could sell to a uh, a, a well-meaning colonial town like a snake oil salesman <laughs> yeah. go through yeah. and be like yeah this is good for good for headaches <laughs> i need to apologize to the bronca company too because i I said the logo had a plane on it. It is an eagle. Yes. It's like a sunset kind of happening. Mm-hmm. And it's big. The eagle is huge and he's on top of the whole world. And I need Bronco. to uh, apologize to San Bernardino. I said that they have bad food. I don't know why I said <laughs> that. They had the original McDonald's, you know? Oh, shit. Um, hey, with this drink, like something definitely happened. I read some on Wikipedia. It said something about like there are very particular bartenders who will like fill up a little bit of the Coke, a little more for net and like the, the froth. The froth is they, there's like a lot of talk about the froth, but I'm uh-huh. seeing there's like froth going on, right? Sure, yeah. It's like a nice. Do they not uh, want the froth? Um, no, you you do want like, froth. You just don't want to overfill the glass because I think it does foam. It's similar uh, to a Coke froth, and you know if you didn't say anything, Tim, I might not have noticed. But you're right; it's got a bit of a creamier, yeah, coffeeier aesthetic. Tell you what, when you smell it, kind of smells like a uh, grasshopper cookie, thin mint. Hmm? Like the grasshopper cocktail. Oh, I'm getting a little mint for sure. You minty. Shall we sip? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Bottoms up. Okay, man. This is this is this is some fancy stuff going on. Ooh. 
Let me just set this down. <clears throat> On the floor like a Russian root? No spoilers. <laughs> Ooh, next week. Okay. Okay. Oof. Okay. Okay, Mike's is on the ground. Okay. No, that's just because I'm sitting next to the ground. <laughs> um, here's what I'll I don't say. Have a side table. Um, that Frenette packs enough of a punch that it definitely it didn't get watered down, even with all that coke, right? It no. <laughs> it's a bubbly Frenette. It's thickened up. It's viscous. It's velvety. I'm getting like if I didn't know what I was drinking, and I was blindfolded, nude. Mm-hmm. Slapped, <laughs> spanked. Wow, yeah. Jeff, go get the whip. I'll get the, <laughs> yeah. the tie. Well, let's get, get back tie. to that hustler store. And uh, um, no, if I just tasted this, I do think I would think I'm having some sort of like mint soda, mint tar, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tar, tar, and mint. <laughs> tar. A crushed up mint cigarette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you what doesn't add up though. College kids chugging these. No, Tim. I Maybe they're not like, chugging it though. I feel like a. An excited freshman <laughs> chugging one of these, <laughs> taking my waxed beave out on the town. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What? Or Harry Dick. <laughs> if okay, I was, okay, okay. When I was or, a freshman, I was in my I was drinking, but I was in my room and looking at my class schedule. Oh my god, I've got to go over to Seisman Hall at eight and then all the way across campus for Biology lecture and Guzman's. Mike, oh, you needed to have some Fernet to calm your I stomach, know. calm your nerves. Me, see, freshman year, is more like, sorry, there was class today? <laughs> uh, yes, Mr. Cuphead, you're failing. <laughs> huh? Man, mm. where? <laughs> no, I don't think of this as a college party drink. This is like you're at a bar and there's one kind of like salt and peppery guy sitting by himself and his shirt is unbuttoned one button too far mm. and he's kind of like he's been abroad you know and, and you're like what are you drinking and he's like oh, it's it's a fucking fernandito making a fernandito you're kind of talking about the dos Equis guy but in this case yeah. it's yeah. fernandito uh i wonder if you know it's 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 not like a uh, espresso martini or something but with the coke and the fernet maybe it's got a little bit of like a sugar high quality mm. you know for the college kids what's the uh what's the aba on a fernet Right there. 80 proof, I'm going to guess. I think Amaro's are, are kind of low, but this one's got a sting to it. Yeah. 39. 39%. So 80 proof. Yeah. So that is just like, uh, you oh, know, I see. that's like a whiskey Coke. I get it. Whew. What a classy alternative to uh, anything else with Coke in it. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing to enjoy because, you know, lots of times we, on this show, we just drink the sweetest drink and we say, hey, that's good. <laughs> um, but this is one of these ones where it's like. You drink it, it tastes weird and you go, ooh, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'm enjoying it, but I wouldn't say that's good taste. It's like that's this experience I'm enjoying. Yeah. Maybe I just like podcasting. Maybe I get off on that. Yeah. Yeah. If we weren't here, or the microphones weren't up, would you still be smiling so wide? That would be so weird. The uh, <laughs> to have a drink with your two friends. <laughs> yeah. Without the mics. I would have a drink with you guys, but I probably wouldn't do booze news and all that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Do you feel like it's lacking something, Tim? Do you feel like you want to squeeze a little lime in there? Maybe. <gasps> I, I'm with you. I've thought this about other drinks where it's like, I see what you mean, but citrus might be weird with an amaro. Although, remember, I had that, I've had that Angelino Amaro that is orangey. Mm. So maybe some orange bitters. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds good. <laughs> um, yeah, I will say this about this drink. This taste to me so far, and I'm, I, you know, you notice I didn't jump right on it because. Sure. Uh, I I know the tale of the ice. Uh, yeah, I know we all know that oh, age old know. tale. The melty, melty stuff. And by the end, I said, hey, give me another one. <laughs> uh, but this is definitely, like, I took, my first sip was like a gulp. Yeah. And now I'm going through this little stirry straw, and it's just a little bit at a time. And it's much more of just like a, a contemplative sip. Oh. What's going on here? Why is this happening to my mouth? You do look a lot smarter. An introspective. Why, thank you. Wow. In normal life, he would never say that expression. I would never say why. I'd just go, thanks. <laughs> thanks, why? Why, Jefferson? Um, Many just, thanks upon mm-hmm. your noodle. Not to be rather crude, oh but I, <laughs> uh, just, I just had a, a burp that was rather herbal and botanical. You know, there's these Amaros are made of like 
50 different herbs, you know? Sure. So there's, there's just a lot going on. It's yeah, like a Kush, secret, Indica, The drink Sativa, is like yeah. a secret garden. It must be nice to get into the Amaros because, I mean, we could come up with an Amaro and be like, okay, it's 98% star anise, mm-hmm. but but don't stop there. Keep yeah, reading. Yeah. There's yeah. several other ingredients that makes ours different, <laughs> and you have to buy a whole bottle. Koi Boy Amaro, cool. and that, that'll be our, like, don't stop there. <laughs> what if... <laughs> if we were to come out with a drink, everyone expected to be a hard seltzer or a light beer or something. It would be so funny if we came out with an Amaro that's like, it's got rhubarb, it's got all different leaves in it, and you have to ferment it very slowly. <laughs> it's it's uh, fermented in the foothills of the Italian Alps. <laughs> We've got an outpost there. We've never been there. We've never tried it. <laughs> and only three of us know the recipe, and we said it on the podcast. Mike, you've done the Swiss Alps. Have you done the Italian Alps? No, but where I was, you could... Zermatt? Uh, Zermatt. Oh, I got to get back there. That was the best trip you I've ever... You skied the Matterhorn. Well, you don't ski the Matterhorn, but you ski like skiing, you look up to the Matterhorn. You rode the Matterhorn at Disney. Well, that's what gave me the idea, my boy, <laughs> to, go, to, to go westward. That's funny. I remember riding eastward. the Matterhorn with you at Disney, and then you said, oh, this gives me one of my little travel Dude, ideas. Dude, you have a piece of paper and a pen? I got to write something down. I was like, do you have a smartphone? And you're like, I don't own one. I dropped it out of the Captain Nemo ride. <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't you stop at a bar in the Alps? And uh, somebody was talking to you, and they were like, so what do you do in L.A.? And, uh, and you're Well, like, let me tell you about this bar, first of all. Okay. The skiing was fantastic. And it wasn't like hard skiing. I'm not a great skier, but I know how to ski. But it's like you go up to the way top, and it's like, uh, uh, like not super steep. You know what I mean? So you're just kind of going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And you stop at restaurants and bars all the way down. That's the mm-hmm. coolest. And it, like you're pretty much on the mountain all day. And then you get back, and it funnels all the trails, at least on this side of the mountain, funnels down into this little path. The light, the sun's going down. And you're going through the, the evergreen trees, and you shh, stop right at a little champagne bar. Ooh. It's about five stools wide in a little sitting area, and uh, yeah, the woman there was like, "So what do you do? <laughs> what do you do in uh, L.A.?" And I said, "Oh, I'm a, a actor, writer, comedian, basically." And she was like, "Comedian?" Like she didn't laugh at that. And she goes, "Comedian like Jim Carrey?" I was like, "Yeah, like Jim Carrey." And she's like, "Ah." <laughs> the mere mention is the idea of him. He's funny. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but yes, no. The Italian Alps uh, at this place, you could have gone up one side of the Swiss mountain and then down the Italian side, but I did not. Um, you know what I want to do? Thinking of that sort of like um, winter sports, but with like drinking in the mix and like kind of spending a fun day in the mountains mm-hmm. um, makes me think of. I love uh, you know I love Montreal. Mm-hmm. And I love Quebec City, sure. uh, but I've never been... My friend Chris Romano, who was uh, a creator and star of the show Blue Mountain State, mm. which, which was set in New Hampshire, Jefferson. Wow. Mm. But they shot it up in Quebec. Mm. Um, and so he would go for like three years. He was like go, spending tons of time in Quebec. And he said they have these like spas that are these like outdoor pools and jacuzzis and like a whole side of like a mountain, like a beautiful hotel spa with like steamy outdoor pools where you just go in different temperatures, like a cold plunge pool, then a hot pool and you spend whole day. And here's the real kicker. He said, you're walking around, even though it's like zero degrees outside, you're walking around in your like robes because you're hot from the pools and stuff. And you've got like, bottles of red wine in your hand wow and he said like everyone's get you're getting like hot and all steamed up and then you're getting drunk <laughs> off wine and that was like their days off during shooting they would just lay around these spas getting drunk off guys <laughs> that's our that's hawaii 2.0 i was I just gonna say that that's that's our new year's trip that sounds pretty good that'll be so i fun. love uh, yeah. a good skiing up there too i think i've been up i've been in that area i haven't been to one of those spas but i've been there in uh, for New Year's and it's amazing. You know, they get like eight feet of snow. It's fucking. Yeah. Well, uh, and the, the food is amazing. The French Canadian yeah. food is the best in the world. My salty question, meats, right? Is there their smoked other meat man? Is like that, like like the pastrami of uh, yeah. Montreal. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, probably falls great. off the bone up there. Oh my god, good luck finding the bone. <laughs> uh, so, t- quick question for you, Tim, and for you, Mike. Yeah. You, you know, up there or in the, or in the Alps, they love skiing. Mm. Mm. Would they would they take kindly to a down and dirty knuckle dragger snowboarder like the J-Man. No way, man. You're going to blow their minds. Well, you're going to be their king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. King dude. <laughs> wow, sacre bleu. This guy's <laughs> going down left foot first. Ski 
Unski du Sideways. <laughs> this guy's falling on his ass every other run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First, you should learn how to snowboard before you try to revolutionize. Do you, yeah. Have you snowboarded before? Yes. Uh, Ski? Both. I, I, I skied at a young age, transitioned to snowboarding, and then I was even taking a jump or two. Woo. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. Um, last time I was in Montreal, my Uber driver was telling me that the skiing industry really, you know, the Laurentian Mountains in Quebec are like, it's important uh, a tourism business and stuff. Mm. But there was like a little bit of a lack of skiing interest from Gen Z. Yeah. Kind of like that. It's funny how that happens in America. Well, they love eating ass and stuff. They're not so much <laughs> concerned about yeah, uh, and also just to stay warm in the winter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you needed more of a steamy activity. But you ever hear of like in America that like teenagers are not into uh, baseball anymore? Like if you're a good right. athlete, stunning. You go, <laughs> I can't you, believe it. <laughs> like uh, basketball is cool, and it's easier to be a star in basketball. Sure. So like the the boring old baseball scouts are like, "Hey kid, you ever take a plane to big leagues?" <laughs> and if you're like a hotshot athlete, you're like, "Fuck no." Um, well, my Uber driver was saying that in, in uh, Quebec that the kids were not skiing enough. Mm. So they did a government program. And, you know, it's like a socialist country and stuff. They did this whole skiing program where when you, like every high schooler, gets a free, uh, what do they call it? Like a lift pass? Lift, lift ticket. Yeah, yeah, lift yeah. Ticket, or the season, uh, a whole season worth free skiing. Damn. So, so the tourists are coming to town. They're they're like paying top dollar, but the, the kids are just you go up there, ski all you want, free. We should go up there with like a uh, walk into the lodge with like a copy of uh, Catcher in the Rye and be like, oh no, we got to do a report. Well, we can ski a little bit anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, you kids look like shit. <laughs> you kids, yeah, it's because we've been reading this book so <laughs> you much. Kids are on death's door. <laughs> Not well, on like Holden Caulfield. Whoa, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll say he's good. He's, he's good. Uh, there was something like that in the U.S. I think in Lake Placid they had this thing. Uh, not that people could do it for free, but they had like, oh, if you want to try the luge, mm. like kids or young people come up and try the luge and you might just be good at it and like it. And because who, who gets a chance ever to be like, that's the thing like, with, with having kids or, or being a kid, just being a person. Yeah. When you have a kid, you have to expose them to all the different activities, yeah, activities you luge. never would have thought. Like yeah. your kid might be the best horseback rider ever. Uh, ever to live mm. like you, Springsteen's kid but there you go really but you, but you yeah. never know until you, you won a silver medal you didn't ever know until you, until you take that kid and put him on a horse mm-hmm. and it's like you'd hate to be the the parent that didn't show the kid all the different stuff <laughs> didn't show the kid the you gotta, horse. I you gotta try a million things yeah. you know I, I i remember telling my dad like i was really into uh sports i wanted to be like a star quarterback and he was like no podcasting is the way for you <laughs> <laughs> sit down by the microphone and talk do you do you guys remember that um do you remember the football game that was on last year on Nickelodeon? Did you see that? No. It was on was Nickelodeon. Like an animated. Yeah, and when they somebody would score a touchdown, like these CGI like uh, slime rockets would like shoot out, and like crazy stuff would happen on the uh, screen. And it was because a lot of people aren't watching football anymore, like Kids. the generation lower. Mm. So they're like, hey, it's, it's football. You learn the rules a little bit. Kids, I yep. love you. That's you don't like, need football. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah, it. Re- uh, remember our generation, it was with uh, hockey on Fox. They had the, yeah. the puck would light up like a like a oh, Haley's like a, Comet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like a lightsaber. Apparently in, in Canada, a lot of kids aren't playing hockey. They're playing more basketball. You see hey. a lot of basketball players come down to the NBA in college. I remember when they... <laughs> the NBA college. I remember when they introduced Cletus on, on the yeah. NFL. <laughs> I was like, hey, he's like the Terminator. Cool. And I was like, oh, he doesn't play. He's just a mascot. He's just he a character play. for interstitials. Cletus. We love Cletus. Save Cletus. He looks like Iron Giant. Guys, who the fuck's Cletus? Oh. Damn, you'd know him if you saw him. What? What is he? He's a big football robot. And he's... He's like their graphic that like when it's like they're going to commercial, he kinda like unfolds and like he does a little, oh, he does a little comes break in, dance, he like head spin thing. He's named Cletus? Yeah, yeah cleats. like like Cletus. <laughs> oh. cleats. I thought he would be like Robo Man or something. <laughs> yeah. I thought he would uh, talk more like Cletus from <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. The slack jawed yep. yokel. Yeah. Guys, let's take it back to the drink, huh? Yep. Why? We're getting oh, melty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm due for number two. Wow. It's really um, number two, the big ones do, eh, Jeffy? I had some Penang pork cure, uh, curry for lunch, and it's really digesting it. I can feel it breaking down each pork chunk. 
Wait, yeah, so that's what digest... Like, is this just sizzling through the food I ate? Yeah. And, and if you don't eat enough food before you have it, it'll sizzle through your stomach walls. <laughs> Jesus. Right out your whole it's, through your whole It's body. just like that, the acid in, in, in Alien. Roger Rabbit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah Roger Rabbit. Hey, there you go. No, either way. Well, in Roger whether, Rabbit. Whether Zemeckis or Ridley. Hey, good one. In Roger Rabbit, it was called Dip, but... Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Kills um, hey, Speaking of Roger Rabbit, yeah. um, you know how uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd got flattened? Ouch, yeah. Yeah. I was walking here in Los Feliz the other day, and I saw... This is nasty, so feel free to skip ahead if you don't want to get nastified. Oh, boy. I was passing this uh, Armenian mechanic shop that I go to, mm-hmm. and I looked down at the ground... Oh, no. And I saw a rat... New York style. Mike, you would have loved it. I know what you're going to say. Was there a pizza slice? (laughs) No pizza to be found, but I'm sure he had already eaten it earlier. Or it could have been a West Coast uh, taco rat or something. (laughs) This rat... Taco hamster. ...was... Um, so basically, a flattened dead rat. Somebody had driven over it with a car wheel. Yeah. And and it was perfectly... Pancaked. Pancaked, two-dimensional... But here's the weird thing. No guts, no blood. No guts, so I'm no guessing glory. maybe maybe it died first, dried out, and then it got flattened Oof. because it looked like a flower that was pressed into two pages of a book yeah, yeah. and dried. And it was like I had to stop. I was going to Starbucks to get egg bites. <laughs> Mikey, well, those you are were great. telling me about egg Ooh. I was just telling you because Tim turned me on to them. They're great. <laughs> I, was just you. Um, I go to Starbucks and uh, get me and Jessica these uh, bacon gruyere egg bites. Sous vide. Is that what they call them? No. What's sous vide? Is egg bite. <laughs> egg bite. <laughs> sous vide egg bites. That's What's what sous vide? I don't know, but I think that's what they're... Star- <laughs> Starbucks. Hold on, a little oh, voice sorry. over there said he's right. Jessica says you're right. She yeah. would know. She eats them almost every day. I know day. the whole menu. I do, I do, the, I do the cheddar bake, uh, the cheddar sausage uh, sandwich. Sandwich. Well, if you want to go low carbo, they've got the cheddar uh, bacon gruyere, mm-hmm. kale mushroom. Or the egg white one that's like non-fat uh-huh. has uh, roasted red pepper. I, I just got the two, the kale and roasted red pepper because you had got me the Gruyere one, mm-hmm. so I want to try the other two. Uh, you guys are doing kale and roasted red pepper at Starbucks? It's good. The roasted red pepper I didn't like as much. I just didn't like the pepper taste. Those are the health ones. Yeah. The meat, Those are only baby. 70 calories. No, like, yeah. you got to get that. You want to get, I mean, I know it's no better than like McDonald's. but well, I dipped it in A1. But like a big ass sausage and cheddar is so good from Starbucks. Yeah, I, they, I believe they're it. They're hot as hell. Yeah. But I got to eat this shit. Uh, if I had a big sauce, so- you're talking about a treat. You don't eat those like regularly, no. right? I'm, this is, I'm talking fucking four days a week. I eat this you doing shit. egg bites? Yeah. Oh, my God. I get a, I get a venti iced coffee with uh, oat milk and Splenda. Sure. And the cheddar gruyere <laughs> egg bites. Okay. Ooh, that's how I maintain my figure. I made a uh, hand some egg bites the other day. Hard boiled. <laughs> yeah. We have so egg bites. I said we have egg bites at home, Mike. <laughs> what makes them egg bites? That's so, so sad. It's like your parents like, no, no, we'll make you the pa- pants, the plaid pants, the skids. We'll, we'll sew them. You mean them. like how my mom used to make me lunchables? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what was that like? Ritz, and some crackers, uh, cheese cut up in a different bag, and then uh, pieces of pepperoni or ham cut up in a different bag. It's so funny because your mom is absolutely yeah. right. But if when you were a kid, you're like, no fucking oh, way. You, uh, I want the. Oscar Mayer brand. You know what I never had was the, the Lunchable. Are they Oscar Mayer? I think so. I believe so. Got to be. They're the name in cheap like meats. <laughs> I Lower never Vienna had, sausage. <laughs> maybe a little bit after my time, the popular Lunchable was like the Taco Bell or like the pizza. The pizza. I remember pizza that and one. Tacos, yeah. And I never got any of that. Those it was lunchables. cold, like little pizza paste you put on it. Ugh. Yeah. And cheese. Oof. That, that's so funny. You squeezing a little marinara packet on your cracker and thinking it's like a pizza. <laughs> well, no, they gave you a little like kind of like a flatbready type of pita looking thing. Mm. So it was a little bigger, but you know, cold. Uh, I mean, th- they give you a little wood fired oven. There? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another thing I wanted as a kid, but my parents were like, "Ew, no, we're not getting that." Is a uh, kid cuisine. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that a frozen? Yeah, so it's like a... Uh, Does that have a penguin on it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it was like TV dinner, right? Yeah, it, it yeah. was like a penguin with a skateboard and an electric guitar. And it had like a little like, brownie in one of the segments. Yeah, and, oh. and kid... Never allowed to get that. Kid Cuisine was like in sort of like rainbowy. Yeah, cuisine, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, Kid Cuisine. And <laughs> like now, now I know those things are just like absolute dog oh, shit. Oh my yeah. God. I remember having that or something like it. And having <laughs> Now I know that they are bad. <laughs> The the mashed potatoes was like everything else was like 
like you couldn't touch it. It was so hot. The mashed potatoes had like an ice cube in it. I was like, this is wild. Yeah, I rarely eat kid cuisine anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I um, can't do it. I, <laughs> that fucking, uh, that that kid cuisine, man, it's so funny that kids go for that. They call it kid cuisine that's mm-hmm. so lazy. But but I do actually remember... There's a penguin on it. Or like dinosaur nuggets and shit like that. There's all sorts of weird, like... Those sell really well, I think. Reheatable, yeah. like, kid food. Sorry, Tim, go ahead. Well, the, I, I read a thing about dinosaur nuggets. Yeah, that is still going. Like those. Yeah, those, right? Didn't yeah. something just come out? Like, they... That's like doing a, well. forever. We grew up in the dino generation. I thought it was just the Jurassic craze. No, no. <laughs> Kids now, like, I think it's more of an age thing. Like, no matter where you live and what yeah. what year it is, when you turn nine, you start getting into T-Rexes yeah. big yeah. time. Um, no, about the kid cuisine thing, I was going to say, you ever eat at uh, Sizzler? Yes. No. I've been to Ponderosa. Is that kind of is like a cheap steak place? Ponderosa is uh, a cowboy themed cheap steakhouse. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sizzler's well, like it's like it's a steakhouse. Oh well, oh yeah. They uh, their commercials are more about their like surf and turf. It's like Applebee's Fridays, or is it like a little? Better, I think or? that they they want to be that, but like really, people go to Sizzler for the buffet. There, there's like a. Tim and Eric had a L.A. guys video where they they <laughs> go to the one in Atwater. It's funny, but um. It's a it's a cheap buffet, and uh, I remember going there when I was a kid, and the kids' food section, they had like a hot dog cart set up, but it wasn't serving hot dogs, it was just like a hot table, and um, hmm. I was young, so I'm like five, and uh, the sti- there's a big like bumper sticker on the side of the uh, hot dog cart kids' food, <laughs> kids food hot table, <laughs> and it said kids rule. And uh, That's right. <laughs> just the idea that like like kid cuisine, just like if the kid is there. But I remember like getting my mac and cheese or whatever, and then sitting back down with my parents and being like, "That's so weird." Like that sign over there says "kids rule," but like that I, I don't like every kid, you know. Like there's a lot of kids. <laughs> like I like like I I want to think that like you know some kids are cool and some kids are not cool. Yeah. And I remember like explaining this to my parents. They're like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, we right. agree. Like, and that's uh, why yeah. you're one of the not cool. Yeah, we're starting, to, <laughs> we're starting to think you are the latter. <laughs> Guys, let's make our second round come back. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. All right, folks, we'll see you in a bit. with our final thoughts on the Fernandito. I like it. I like I um Amaro is going to be my weird uh liquor thing that I liqueur that I get into. I have um I have a few. I have like Manazotti or Mazzanotti or something like that and Angelino. I like Fernet. I think I'm an Amaro guy. But is this still considered a Fernet Amaro even though it's a Bracca uh Branca? Fernet Branca is the brand. Ah. Of Fernet Amaro. Ah. So, yes, it is an Amaro. There's many different types of Amaro. I want to be that guy who you're at the bar and you look over, you see the weird guy, his shirt's unbuttoned a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you you're like, are. what's your deal? And I'm like, well, I have a whole thing. Never mind. We're going to keep moving along. Hold on. Hold uh, on. I have a bronca. <laughs> I've been abroad. I, I told you about the skiing in Montreal. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's weird. It's new to me, and I have an open heart. Good. Good, good, good. I am still on my first one. That's, that's how I'm doing over here. That's not a good sign. Not a good sign. I'm not, I'm not chugging it down. I'm doing little sips, which I like. I can see myself getting used to this. Is an order again? Appointment only. Oh. For me. Mm-hmm. But I And would do, you make an appointment to be in Cordoba, Argentina, and maybe go to college for four years? Yeah, it might, depending on what my majors they are. <laughs> mm, they have uh, dork studies. <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim. Yeah, you don't need that. You're already a fucking PhD. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Okay, edit that out, Jeff, please. Um, no, this feels snip, like... Snip, bitch. This, <laughs> this feels like a drink like if I'm in the right bar. Like if I'm uh, in like a sort of a low light, cool sure. bar, maybe I'm by myself. I got my leather book under my uh, <laughs> my arm. Mm-hmm. The King James Bible. Yep. Uh, no, th- this uh, appointment only means like if other people are doing it, but also just like uh, venue. Yeah, venue well, if you, if you go to a place where like they make a fucking great Fernandito. Yeah. You're like, all right, 
I'll, I'll try. Yeah, it but there's only two ingredients. How good can they make it? I know that's the thing. Like I, I unless they put something else in it, this is kind of it, right? This is kind of it's it. Kind of it. Well, for me, it's an order again and again and again. There wow. you go. But more than one in one night? Oh, you're doing more than one. I, I feel like a college student in Argentina. <laughs> waxed <laughs> beef and all. <laughs> Stop that. And don't forget the hairy dick. Oh, or hairy cock. Flopping <laughs> around, drinking these. Anxious about my exams. <laughs> exams. Final exams. They're months away. <laughs> well, this one passes the final exam for the J-Man. It's a hit. I like Argentinian food. And when I eat it, I've only just had like beers, like light lagers. Uh, so I feel like next time I go to the, the uh, uh, you know, one of those Argentinian restaurants around here, I'm going to get myself one of these, see if they have it on the menu. Look, yeah. I love certain things from Argentina. Argen- <laughs> oh, boy. There's <laughs> <laughs> little drinks working at me. Hey, it's not so bad after all. I like certain things from Argentina. One being Lionel Messi, world's best soccer player. Kick, kick. Is he better than, uh, who's the guy I want to say? The famous, the one that I would know. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Mm, there's arguments to be made, but I like the way Messi plays better. Bend it like Messi. That's right. So you're doing one other one. Uh, I, I bend it like blank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bend it like Bender from Futurama. <laughs> or Bender from The Breakfast Club. I don't How know. did Bender smoke cigars? He's a robot. Ah, for a different podcast. We should have one of the writers come on and explain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- this is interesting to me. I, the taste is interesting in the same way the Trinidad Sour was interesting, but I like the Trinidad Sour better. But this this isn't like I sip it and I'm going to throw up everywhere. Trinidad Sour is going to be our official drink of this holiday season. Because when we had mm. it, we said this is a very cheery holiday cheer type Tim, of a drink. You yeah. gave me a great idea. You know, we, we like the IBA. It's our guiding light. We like it. <laughs> I mean, but, we abide by it. But we, but we stray, don't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure yeah. Do. I mean, they, they don't sure have. Sure do. They don't have the Bud Light out of office back on there. <laughs> I think. Wouldn't it be cool if in the holiday season we said, "Fuck it, Trinidad Sour Two is an episode," and we just we just do a whole other episode. That could it. be. That could be maybe a fun guest thing. Let's oh. get fucking Giuseppe Gonzalez on here. Holy That'd shit! That's a great. Fucking great. Do you think we could do it? But Jack Schramm probably. We talked to the Schrammer. Schrammer sets up a meeting with us at Death and Co. We oh, sit. Yeah, yeah. We, sit. <laughs> we sit. All the drinks are free. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I please. get soused. Uh, yeah. I forget to ask Giuseppe what he do. Dude, that's have. a fantastic <laughs> idea. We should. The do... bill never comes. I pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up. So we're we strange. Get, did we get Giuseppe? <laughs> did we record the episode? <laughs> No, you fool. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> the mind reels. <laughs> is Butterbean okay? Is Butterbean okay? <laughs> it's a Trinidad Sour Christmas special. Ding oh, dong, ding that would, dong. That's great. Ding dong, that's ding great. dong. Yeah, that's good. Damn. I also had a good idea in that episode is the three of us, we walk into a house party or something. You look in our hand, not bottles of beer, bottles of bitters. <laughs> Drinking Angostura straight from the papery fucking bottle. Tim, no, Tim, didn't Whoa. you learn anything from Giuseppe? You got to balance it out. Wait oh, Giuseppe's an asshole. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, Tim, no, no. Get him if you talk like <laughs> we that. We like him. Oh, my God. Do you think we could? Um, do you think you could put bitters in, like orange bitters, in a beer? Yeah. Yeah. You well, you might get bitter, bitter, bitter face. Bitter, bitter face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, well I think like, we've come to our conclusion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon where you can listen to our, uh, what is it, the, the bonus, the Sloppy Boys blowout. Come on. Yeah. And don't forget questions for Len in our monthly bonus. Oh, yeah. We got uh, Little Mookie B this week. And that's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. And come on out to Chicago and see us if you live in Chicago or if you, even if it's a long, long, long drive. Let's yeah. say you're in a neighboring, uh, I don't know. You're in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Mm. You're in Wisconsin. You're in the harsh winters of the Siberian tundra, but you're getting this Let's say somehow. you're in Long Beach, and we just played there, and you chose not to come. <laughs> you could go to Chicago. <laughs> Big mistake. Yeah, it's kind of like redemption for you. Oh, man. See you there, folks. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Kind of like AOL, right? Goodbye, Hal. Hell, hell, you old bitch. <laughs> <laughs>